This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social, episode 51. I am your host, Maz, 51. and I'm joined by the boys, Ryan and Benjamin. How are we, boys? We all good? Yes, um, very good. <laughs> frustrated, uh, like uh, the majority of the Brighton of Alban fan base at the moment, I think. Mm. Um, a lot of tears. A lot, a a lot, lot of tears. tears. Although, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's look, just I- been a bit disappointing. I, I know we're going to get into it like a lot um, later towards because we'll do like a whole transfer segment later on. But just just quickly, we might as well just talk about it because obviously it's the most sort of you know relevant thing. But I I don't think it is as like don't get me wrong. A striker was key. You know that was the big sort of problem area, and we all frustrated in that sense. But if you actually look at the transfer window as a whole. I think it's been pretty good. Like on you know on average in terms of the people we've let go, that some of the people we brought in, um, I genuinely don't think it's as bad as a lot of people are sort of making out. I've seen some really reactionary mental stuff online, like how it's like the worst transfer window ever. And it's like, well, is it? <laughs> I don't think it's the worst transfer window ever. Uh, yeah, it's like I don't think it's that bad. But yeah, what, what do you reckon, Ryan? Do, do you agree with that? Um, I mean, I think I think that it's disappointing. Yes. Um, yeah. when you look overall who he did bring in Seema's a very good player um, I can't argue with that we've got Yves Basuma tied down potentially on a new contract and obviously keeping him a very big mm. bit of business in itself and obviously bringing in Kukurea was vital I think you know we, we were lacking a, a left wing back so bringing in Kukurea mm. is not bad a bad decision at all so yeah I think overall it's, it's not too bad when you look at it like that I think in an attacking sense um, I do wonder a lot, but you know, at the end of the day, they're going to know more than I do. So I'm not going to go and attack because obviously I did. I did go a bit ham yesterday on Twitter, and um, I got dragged into it a little bit too much. So um, yeah, maybe it's yeah. just a case of. Yeah, it's true. It's it's hard not to get sucked into the negativity <clears> when is, you're reading yeah. loads of people getting yeah. Yeah. annoyed online, and but it is. I make it seem a lot worse, but I guess. The more the, the more frustrating thing was the the whole was the past few seasons. It's been like we need a striker, we need a striker, and now we're going into the season with less strikers and <laughs> or only three. And some people are saying, and I yeah. kind of agree, only one reliable striker because you know hopefully yeah. hopefully done it well, but doesn't get injured, and hopefully Connolly his sorts out his attitude potentially, and then he is a really good option potentially. But mm. it's we haven't that's yet to be improved, and the past season. Has kind of shown that maybe that's not going to happen, but you know, yeah. we can we can be hopeful. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Well, look, look, we'll, we'll get into it a bit more later on, obviously. Yeah, we're going to do like a full sort of breakdown of, of the transfer window for us. Uh, but just before we do that, let's talk about the, the Everton game because, yeah, disappointing one. Yeah, because we have to. Let's not talk on this too much about Everton if we can. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is going to be a really, really fun podcast, by the way. It's going to be, really it's gonna be the one. shortest Everton <laughs> game review you've ever heard in your life because the yeah. last thing I want to yeah. do is re- relive this again, to be honest with you. Literally. And also as well, Joe Gilmore, if you're watching or listening, uh, F you and yeah. um, uh, everyone hates we well, always seem to struggle against yeah. Everton don't we I mean normally I think at home this is their first time they've beaten us but away we always seem to get battered by them so yeah they know. are a good I, team I think I think we underestimated I, I, prob- I probably but underestimated them and I was probably on the back of two decent performances or two good results and thinking we could beat yeah. anyone and then in come Everton you think they've lost Carlo uh, you know, hats off to Rafa. He's Rafa's kind of a good, good manager, isn't he? Change a few players mm. and bringing in Damari Gray look class. Isle of Townsend on a free. I still think he's a good player and he showed it. So I think I definitely underestimated this, them. And we spoke about thing, the though. midfield battle and yeah. they definitely dominated us. They won midfield. that 100%. No, 100%. But it, this, this is the thing though. That, that was, was going to be my main point. Is like, I think people forget that Everton are a very good side and mm. they've spent heavily in the last, what, yeah. two, three seasons, they spent a lot of money. People don't realise that. Yeah. Like, you know, Richarlison, um, Decore, Allen, um, James Rodriguez, I know, obviously it was a loan move, but still, like the wages they probably spent on him were a madness. Like they bought, they spent a lot, and they bought in such quality that people forget that they are a very good team. And yeah, yeah. Ryan, as you mentioned, Rafa Benitez, he's he is good one manager. of the best managers in the league. Yeah, like yeah. So you know, I don't think he's as bad as you know. We, well, was yeah, he's not maybe so good anymore, but um, yeah, he's definitely like still got the caliber. He's like a he's like a David Moyes, yeah. isn't he? He's still got it a little bit, but yeah. I don't know if you agree, but like <clears throat> I don't know. I think the two nil result flattered them i reckon maybe a one nil everton um could have been could have been a bit more fairer you think honestly i I was there i thought i think we could have got no same but i've got to be honest really i don't know i think it was tighter (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) the fact we're we're debating the fact we're debating whether it should have been two or three nil is is quite poor isn't it really but um, (laughs) yeah no i thought it was a lot tighter i did think it was a lot tighter maybe maybe i'm just looking through a negative view because of everything that's happened recently. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's um, It was frustrating because I think, yes, Everton are a good side. I think that defensively they're not so good. So I'd have liked to see us yeah. go for them a bit because I think that, okay, they look very well drilled in that game in particular. But, you know, we've seen them before. They're very, very weak. They're very slow on the turn. They can get done very quickly. So I was thinking if there's one time that, you know, we need our dominance to count, it's probably against Everton. But as you say, their, their midfield was dominant and uh, Demario Gray caused us so many problems. His pace, um, having oh, gross right back was, you know, he had him on toast. He looked like so. a £70 million player. I'm not taking yeah, this. He, he looked unbelievable. Did, yeah. He looked, he, he was, gl- that goal that he scored, he literally oh. glided through the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was good. skinned Webster. Good he, he did, look, yeah, Webster got absolutely sat down. Uh, it, yeah, like, it was yeah. reminiscent of like the Ben, ben White uh, versus Rash the frustrating thing great. was like um, you know all round it was just poor I think that really apart from Bissouma everyone everyone had an off day like we, you know we're talking mm. about Webster getting skinned Dunk gave the ball away so many times you, you know, could it was argue just... Sanchez should have saved the Damari Gray shot I think it was quite, it was quite close to him <sighs> I haven't watched I that yeah. I even, I he admitted it he admitted it in the interview, didn't he? He said he should, yeah. And also yeah. in the second goal, he said that he, should, he felt like he should have saved the penalty. 
Um, well, that was a harsh a penalty, one on but... himself, that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's a, was a harsh one penalty. on himself, but I agree with the first one. I feel like. He... Yeah, I, I, th- uh, I feel yeah. like the first one he could have done a little bit better. But again, we're just mm. being very sort of pedantic there. Like, mm. I think that's yeah, very, it's, yeah, it's, that's very it's a great, it's a great goal. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah it no, it definitely, it's definitely. It was a great goal, and he's done really well there. And um, let's talk about the half-time decision to bring off McAllister as well. Let's start with you, Ryan. What, mm. what are your thoughts on on McAllister coming off? Do you think it was? Yeah, was I, it a tactical thing? Was it injury? I found that weird because um, I was sitting next to people. I was sitting next to you know, my dad was like, "Oh yeah, I think it's probably right to bring him off." And I said, "I just thought, really? I, I don't know. I didn't agree at the no. time. I thought, no, nah, but I thought then again." You know, Potter does have these master strokes, and I don't, I wasn't going to doubt it, but then obviously it didn't really work out. And Vermin came on and actually had a bit of a stinker, to be honest. So, yeah, yeah it just seemed yeah. like one of those days oh, where everything penalty, went wrong. Yeah, he did yeah. give away a penalty and gave the ball away a few yeah. times. But yeah, it just felt like one of those days everything was going wrong. Like nothing was going right. Even in the game, like the, the whole atmosphere of it just didn't feel right. Everything felt a bit down. I don't know. It was just, for me, it just felt like, um, it was set up for an Everton win. And I think at the end of the day, the best team won. I think, yeah. you know, yeah. we can't take anything sure. away from them. They, they outclass us on the day. And I think. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a humbler, and in a way, it's probably good that we had that humbler because you know we were getting quite ahead of ourselves. Obviously, we? we had that win against Watford and a win against Burnley, and we were thinking, "Oh God, we're going to go on a European tour again." And then you, you come up against Everton and get again smacked. Um, <laughs> oh, apart from yeah. Cardiff away, that um, Cardiff away counts. Cardiff, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Yeah, we're already um, on the European tour. We've done yeah, it in the Championship but, plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. It was just uh, one of them days. I think when just everything was going wrong, it was just. Yeah, outclass on the day and Everton won, uh, right, rightfully yeah. so, in my opinion. No, definitely. And um, also as well, um, with, with regards to the development, so we, we'll go on to development now. So the penalty itself, I think, yeah, I, I think it's clear to see for everyone. It was just, he got caught, he got caught on the wrong yeah. side, just very poor, uh, very clumsy. By Seamus Coleman, of all people. And then Seamus Coleman <laughs> went down. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a clear penalty. You can't argue with that. Uh, but yeah, mm. really, really well d- dispatched from... Uh, and also as well, that was funny, wasn't it, with, uh, when it was... Uh, oh, you know, what an idiot. Bloke, what an idiot. Yeah. He's such an idiot. Having it out. And did you see as well... He was when, arguing when, with when everyone scores, the whole game. Yeah. And then when he scored, he uh, barely celebrated. Richarlison barely yeah. celebrated when he scored. I know. Guy's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot. All it's going to do is make your... All it's going to make your teammates just going to feel even more pressure. Maybe Dominic's a true enough professional not to let that distract him, but... Yeah. For any other yeah. person, that would literally play in your mind thinking, shit, I best score this. Otherwise, people might yeah, question whether I neck. should take penalties. And yeah. What an idiot. What an idiot. He is an idiot. I mean, I, I can't even believe, if I was an Everton fan, I'd be fed up with him. I mean, if I had to watch that every single week, like, literally the whole game, he was arguing with someone. He was arguing with Seamus Coleman at one point. I'm pretty sure Coleman was pushing him around, telling him to shut up. And he's just, you know, like there's there's being a there's being like a, a wind up merchant, like a Jamie Vardy or a Mope, which is great. Yeah. But then there's just being a complete idiot where you're even upsetting your own teammates, like a Leon mm. Best or a yeah, Charlotte. Like, just, just get a grip of yourself, mate. Do you it's know what it is? Because he got linked with PSG, didn't he? So he probably thinks he's big time. He's like, oh, yeah, PSG want well, me. Yeah. You know, uh, you he's, know, a, he's a proper I'm PSG a player acting like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That's, Remember that's probably right. Uh, but um, yeah, just, just just quickly as well on on the uh, I can't remember who was one of you said it. Um, but with regards to like being outplayed and you know a humbler, I think that's that's basically for me that was like the positive out of it. It's like okay, look, we played Burnley and Watford, who you know really we should should be beating on paper, and then we come up against a good Everton side, and you know a lot of us were like oh we you know. I saw a few people say, "Oh, we should have won. Uh, should beat beat Everton." I was like, "What? Really? Like mm. Everton are a much bigger side than us." And like, mm. you know, of course we go. We went into it full of confidence, top form, etc. But 
really, again, I'd like to sort of just go back on my uh, my point earlier. It's like, yeah, Everton are a good side. I don't see why it's such a sort of I think I think we have it in us to beat them, though. I think that, you know, it's not an unrealistic opinion to think, oh, no, yeah, we can beat Everton. Um, and I think on another day, we would have done. It was just one of those days where everything went wrong to a degree, maybe a bit of a Rafa masterclass too, where he sort of just elim- eliminated us completely. But at the same time, like, we didn't do anything, like, at all, really. The I mean, thing we I didn't say, do... when, when we had our no. chances, though, Ryan, like, especially Trossard had a few decent shots and the gross free kick, Pickford mm. parried it away, like, fumbled it, like, exactly, a good three yeah. times. So, like, if we had had more of those chances, exactly. Neil nearly got on the end of that free kick, about Takure got there just ahead of him. Yeah. Like, Trossard had a couple of decent shots where he's parried it away and maybe Neil could have gone to it potentially in another day. But we did, yeah. yeah. Though there were chances there that we could beat them, maybe if we played them again next week exactly. or the week after. That's yeah, what I mean. Like, in them. Yeah, so like they, their defence wasn't looking great. Pickford was looking really dodgy. And I just thought, you know, on another day, we'd beat them with ease. It was just it was just one of those days where everything just seemed to go wrong. Um, but I think we've definitely got it in, especially with Kukurea coming in, you know, because I think that bit of pace on the left side could be really important. I mean, I think yeah, we definitely lack that. Um, yeah. You know, on that day, we were really poor on fullbacks. I thought that's what we were getting beaten every single time. I mean, to be fair, I'm not going to blame Gross and I'm not going to blame, well, Veltman was playing left back in second half, but I'm not going to blame our fullbacks because they weren't in their natural positions. But with Lamptey coming back, Veltman now back, and uh, Kukurea coming in, you'd think, you know, there's enough quality there now to make that game a completely different one, a bit more pace, a mm. bit more quality, and players actually playing in what their right Mark? positions. When, when I remember March, before the yeah. match, like suddenly you get yeah, he's not in the squad. I was like, oh yeah, shit! Don't know where he is. <laughs> I was like, this, was, this, it, this was it a recurrence? It was a recurrence of uh, the hamstring injury, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, was it? Was it? I, 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 I thought just assumed it'd be COVID or something, but I don't know. No, I I, I'm pretty sure. Some, I saw. I read. Yeah, well, again, I'm speculating, yeah, but I'm pretty sure I saw something regarding his uh, hamstring, or he had some kind of injury going into right. going into the game. That's why he was out. But um, that, that brings us uh, brings us really nicely, actually, Ryan. Um, what going on to uh, the next game? Then, so obviously, again, we'll do a preview to Brentford. But who who would you start um, in that game? Now that obviously we've got players coming back, we've got Veltman coming back, we've got Welbeck now. Uh, he played you know a couple of minutes uh, the other day. I think he played twenty minutes, half hour. Like all these players are now starting to slowly come back. What would your starting lineup be for Brentford? You asking me? Yeah, go on. You, you kick us off. Okay, I, I would say obviously Sanchez in goal. Then I'd, I'd I'd still play our back five. Um, it'd probably be Veltman right back. I'd say, um, and then Dunk. Uh, sorry, Webster on the right, and then Duff in the middle, and Dunk on the left with uh, Kukurea left wing back. I mean, I don't know whether he'll be fit enough to go straight in, but if he is, I, I wouldn't so. see any reason why not. I mean, he's got enough quality yeah, to start a game straight have, yeah, away. If we don't have Solly. We need some, yeah. we need someone with pace to yeah, get some well exactly. and I, that kind of lot. I think if um, if Solly's out, it's probably got to be him. I think if not, I'd probably start Solly March because you know he's used to our system and it's harsh to bring in Kukure in his first game. Say, look, you're going to mm-hmm. go against a newly promoted Brentford side away. You drop right in it. You know it's not great, but um, and then midfield sort of makes itself up. I'd have Bissouma and um, Alexis McAllister with Lalana, and then probably up front you're going to have Trossard, Mope. Um, I don't know. Actually, maybe Welbeck, possibly. That would you throw, yeah, would you throw Welbeck really well in last year? Would you throw yeah, Welbeck I think in if he's fit. I, I mean, that front three. Generally, remember against Newcastle, it actually worked really, really well when we went for those like mm. inverted forwards sort of thing. If you're on them um, football yeah. managers, so like that actually worked quite well if we did do that. But um, yeah, I would quite like to see that. To be fair, yeah, why not? You know, we, we can go for them. I mean, they're a newly promoted side, um, but then that also brings the pressure because you know they're going to be 
celebrating every single game like it's their last in the Premier League. So they'll be enjoying it, especially in away from home. Um, so I don't think mm. it's going to be an easy game at all, especially Brentford. They always give us a test anyway. Um, yeah. And we'll, so yeah, I think how, how many times game. has Graham faced that Frankie guy? I think that's the name, the manager. How many times Thomas has he faced Frank. him maybe in the Championship? Thomas, Thomas Frank. Frank, yeah. yeah. Frankie, when he was in Frankie. the championship, you know, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure how, how he got on there when he was a Swansea manager, but um, it'll be interesting to see because the new sure might either. be a new manager for Potter in the Premier League. See how he does yeah. against him. And, you know, we, we saw how Potter outclassed that uh, Munez guy, um, the Watford manager. Obviously, that was his second game in charge for Watford in the Premier League. You know, yeah. hopefully yeah. Potter can get the better of Thomas Frank. And Ben, would yeah. you make any changes to Ryan's lineup? Because I'll be honest, I, I'm, I'm with Ryan on his lineup. I, that's pretty much spot on for me. It's I, quite I an attacking side. I, to be fair, I, yeah, it's, it's a good attacking side, and also I like the security of having Veltman at right wing back, just because last season he's yeah. done a good job there. Um, yeah. So I, I quite Looked like a bit that. Shaky on the left. Um, yeah, so yeah, on Edson, the left, of course. And, 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 and I'll be honest, I'm not position. a fan of Gross at right wing back. I just, it's just, yeah, what is? Oh, going I forgot about Gross. Did I? Yeah, I say yeah, oh, yeah, I did. Gross, I left Gross yeah. out. Because you put Velvet in. Yeah, you put, you put Gross instead of... Uh, so you had McAllister, Basuma and... Uh, Change Welbeck for Gross then. Change Welbeck for Gross and then do that. Okay. And then probably have... Well, and have Mopey. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd probably do that. Because Gross can sort of float around everywhere anyway. He goes on the right, yeah. left, centre. I think if he's playing forward, I, I'd fancy Gross over anyone else just because he can create the chances, you know? So, um, yeah. yeah, I'd keep Gross on the side, definitely. I think yeah, I think gross. starting Cucurella it depends if he's fit because if March yeah, is yeah. still out then that'll be a big problem because yeah we saw the the effect that had against Everton I think if we can start Cucurella against you know a potentially weaker side out of the rest of the Premier League teams give him a bit of confidence if he has a good performance especially with the Brighton away boys they'll be loving it if when he comes on or if he starts mm. it'll be a good opportunity for him to play do you know, I think do you know what I'd we need to do Anyone who's going as an away fan, unfortunately, I can't get tickets. But if I could, I would. Um, we should we should all get Cucurella wigs, like big sort of wigs. Oh, yeah. Turn up to it. That'd be class. The, fam- funny. the That'd family be stand will be having them soon, won't they? The, yeah, the yeah. That'd be big, big old big old wigs, curly wigs. That'd be brilliant. Um, so if anyone's listening, I'm get. I'm to get one. Mate, do it. If anyone's listening, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to the away I'm not game, going to Brentford. It. I'm so gutted. I, I literally, I forgot oh, mate, to get tickets. I was so frustrated because I was like, I'm going to get them, I'm going to get them. I went onto the website, completely forgot, and I was like, oh God, they're going to be sold out. Mm. And then they were. I was like, well, brilliant. Well, Ben, you, yeah, that's what you, I wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, go on, Ben. You, yeah, so my, my friends are fuming. I managed to get a ticket with my friend Harry and his mates. But, um, oh, lucky. You know, there was that whole issue with like... Um, so one, his mate has the total like loyalty points or whatever to buy, mm. to buy himself a ticket, I think. And then he's put like nine other tickets in his basket and without without fan numbers, I think, potentially. And somehow managed right. to get all those tickets. And then, you know, shortly afterwards at about 11, 11 a.m., they kind of refunded loads of people. Yeah, yeah, they refunded loads of people. I said, if you've got tickets and with, the, with the wrong amount of loyalty points, then get refunded. But he still got the nine tickets. So I don't really know what happened. And a lot of my friends didn't get tickets. just 10 tickets? That's mad. I think a lot of people did. And I saw like that Brett Mendoza, but maybe he'd probably done it properly because he's a true, well, he's a proper fan. But he's had like 10, ticket, 10 tickets he's ordered as well. Mm. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know what's happened there. But yeah, a lot of my friends are gutted that they can't go because we were really... My website fully didn't work when I was trying to get on it. So then I just completely forgot about it and then it was all sold out. There was only like 1,600 mm. allocated as well. So getting mine was quite Yeah, that's, that was annoying. That was yeah. annoying. I, re- I really hope they add extra, but I doubt they probably can if they've got... Yeah, all the if they do, then I'll, then I'll go for it. But then, yeah, it's probably not going to happen, but... Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be going true. Palace anyway. I managed to get them this morning. That was quite good. Oh, um, sick. So that'll be good fun. 
Sort me out, Ryan. Yeah, I, need, mate, to, I right? need to try and that. I need to try and find it. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, no, I, I, I need to, I need to get that. I need to get down to a game ASAP, Rocky. Brent, Brentford was like my biggest chance, but um, it's my it's my birthday weekend, so yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. The big twenty one. Big twenty one. Yeah. Add, add plus nine. Twenty one plus nine. <laughs> um, uh, is there anything else we want to talk about for Brentford preview? As we're doing it right now. Um, Players that will be. Uh, yeah, let's do our threats. Like, who, who, I think Embuemo yeah, yeah. looked decent when I saw him against Arsenal. Tony scored his first goal. Tony scored his first goal against Villa. Yeah, Villa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's off the mark now. Yeah, they do look like it's a decent result away from home. I think one all against Villa, not bad. I, I think with Brentford, what I've noticed is like they've hold they've held on to all their key players. So the Embuemos, the Tonys, you know, um, uh, who's that midfielder as well? They had the, the Norwegian guy. The one who, is it the one that used the Euros? Was that him? Yeah, I know sure. who you're uh, on about. I yeah, can't remember his not, name. Oh, not Damsgaard. Not Damsgaard. Oh, no. Damsgaard? No. Anyway, anyway, you know. Anyway, you know. You know the one yeah. I'm talking about. Anyway, um, so basically, basically, they've, they've they've held on to some key players and yeah, they've yeah. done some shrewd signings as well. I think they signed um, uh, Ayer from Celtic so in the centre half. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they've added some, you know, some additional players. Which see, I think all the Celtic fans said that Ayer is so bad, and they couldn't believe that he's going to the Premier League. So that'll be interesting, but then again, they nice. did say that Duffy was really bad. But yeah, yeah exactly. I suppose we'll see, won't we? But um, yeah, no, exactly. yeah, it'll but be I a good, it'll what be they've a good done game. is they've kept the game. core, the, they've kept the core of the squad, haven't they? I think that's yeah, key. Yeah, yeah. Any any promo, you know, promoting time like the, the the unity they must have should be pretty good. And, and what well, they're unbeaten so far in the Premier League, so it's clearly doing yeah, something yeah. for them. They so remind far, me a lot of so us, uh, just like a, a newly promoted small club coming up to the Premier League. It's mm. like it yeah, reminds me so much of us a lot of our core, didn't we? Yeah, yeah so sure. yeah, they're not going to be easy to beat. You know, remember us in our first year. We're not, we're not we weren't easy customers going to Brighton away. It was never an easy task in our first season. So yeah, I, I have a fear that you know they're going to be quite dangerous. You know, because you know what it's like when you're first promoted. That the fans are celebrating everything. You know, everything's the best thing ever. Yeah. So that's what it's going to be like. So we're going to come up against it, and I think we will. It'll be tougher than I think playing. Um, say like a big team at home like a Leicester even because I think playing a Leicester you know you, they sort of know what to expect we know what to expect but coming up against Brentford it's it's completely new it's the unknown isn't it unknown I might be shooting in the dark here it's obviously after an international break you know they've had maybe two weeks from the the last game until when September 11th they might have had the long break where maybe the maybe the party atmosphere might have dwindled a bit in the Brentford camp I'm just shooting hopefully I'm just, like, I don't know if it will, here. maybe <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know Unless they'll still be all up for it two weeks later after their last yeah. match. Um, but yeah, sure. it'll be a bit of a fresh start for most teams after the international break, as it always is. So, boys, uh, let's get into the transfer window. Um, so, if you didn't see it on Instagram yesterday, we did do a, a transfer deadline day uh, live on Instagram. So, yeah, go check that out if you want to uh, if you want to see Shout that. Shout out King Bobby that came on. What here? Yeah, King, King Bobby. King Bobby. Um, then Matt's trying to honour his mum afterwards as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you... And we had Ollie, yeah, we had Ollie on. Um, I think it yeah. was it Fernville. I might be absolutely butchering that, Ollie. Sorry, mate. But yeah, yeah. You, you were quality as well. And then we also had Bob. No, we had we said Bobby. We had Bobby, Ollie, and Brett. Am I missing someone? Oh, no, no, yeah, Bob, I think that was Bob, it. Bob, Ollie, and Brett. Yeah. Everyone else had internet issues. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so we'll, we'll do another transfer window recap now. Um, so we'll start with the ins. So just to quickly recap, um, we had a bit of an issue with uh, Enoch in Wepu just before we actually discussed it. Um, transfer market, according to them, it, the fee was twenty point seven million. However, Ryan, uh, we reliably informed it was about was it twelve to thirteen million roughly? Yeah, twelve to thirteen, I believe. I could cool. be wrong, but yeah, that's why. So yeah, well. We'll, we'll go with that because I think, yeah, it was widely reported. I don't know, there's some conflicting 
reports. But yeah, All we'll sorts just stick of stuff with that. And then, what a load of rubbish. It makes exactly. us look better as well. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and then Mark Kukurea from Getafe for 16 million. Uh, Abdullah Sima uh, from Slavia Prague for 7.2. Uh, Kel Sherpin from Ajax for 4.5. And Karuo Mitoma uh, from Kawasaki Frontale for 2.7 million. Um, so apparently, according to the, the uh, transfer market, the total expenditure was about around 51 million. Um, so let's kick us off, Ben. Uh, what, do you, what do you think in general for the ins? What, what was your thoughts on, on the, the incomings at Brighton? Um, I think Cucurella was a very, very key signing that we really, really needed. Um, 100% needed. That's a, and that's also a great player that we bought there. That Spanish people really, really think he's a top, top young talent um, and has a lot, a lot of potential. You know, he's a decent age. I think he's like 23, maybe 24. Yeah, he's 23. I believe. He's a good age. He's got a lot of, got a lot of room great to improve as well. Great age. Um, a bit old for me. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, good. Great signing there. Uh, Mwepu. <laughs> Looks promising, uh, but with so much def- depth in midfield. Uh, but obviously, Carcedo's gone out on loan, so maybe he can mm. fill in there. I don't know. I don't know where he is in the pecking order for Potter. Um, mm. Sherpin needed him, I suppose. Walls Good competition. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Again, obviously, the main thing will be saying that we really need a striker, and we did not do that. Um, mm. But we signed promising players. We've got that Seema looks promising. Matoma looks promising. So it's all yeah. promising, but we needed promising stuff yeah. now and, not next season yeah and Ryan anything to add or, or to sort of go against that I'll tell you what um, to put a positive spin on it I am really looking forward to seeing Abdallah Seema I've, I've seen mm. such good things that goal he scored against uh, Leicester as well in the Europa League yeah. there's, there's so much of it Europa, that I'm yeah, so looking strike. forward to um, I do understand the club's point of sending him on loan I, I heard um, Dan Ashworth say that he's only had a one year of uh, professional football so in a way it does make sense to, to loan him out to a club yeah, in England definitely. to give him the chance I do get that so at first I was a bit like really but I didn't realise he had only had one year literally of professional football so you know coming from Slavia Prague it's not like he's played at a a really high level before so coming to England is obviously going to be very different um, so you know what better English experience can you give them than sending them on loan to Stoke um, yeah. so yeah well, we'll we're see actually how gonna, we're actually going to single-handedly promote Stoke this season because we've given them a <laughs> yeah. we've now given them Abdullah Seema as well so yeah they're, they're on a <laughs> they're on up a the target charge up, up, the yeah, up the Potters. Up the Potters. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Potters. Maybe that's very why we like him so much. Yeah, uh, very good, very good. Um, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I'll just, I suppose I'll give my my quick uh, overview on it. I, I suppose yeah, I, I thought it was very good. Like some really good signings in there. Um, you know, as you mentioned, Ben Kukurea, I think was the key key signing for me. Um, and uh, you know, we talk about oh, it's, you know, we're getting all these sort of young and exciting players because um, the average age of arrivals was twenty two years of age, which is pretty mad. Like we're obviously you know building for the future, which is really good. I, I'm loving to see it. But I mentioned it on the live yesterday it's like do we get to a point now though where let's say next season when everyone returns it's like who starts who are we going to play because we're going to mm. be having to give so many players a chance oh my well, god hopefully um which that, is obviously, I get, you know you know thing. that meme where chelsea loan out like 50 players and it's like uh, yeah, airport when all the players that's literally <laughs> yeah. going to be us next season isn't it <laughs> all of our loans yeah. returning chelsea, jesus christ we're no better than chelsea yeah. Yeah. when they used to loan but out I mean, it's, like, it's, 50 it's, it's, players a window I mean, it's a great thing to be in. Like, it's, it's one of those positions where you want to be in, but it's a, one of those sort of horrible ones because we're going to have so much quality in the, in the team, especially young young quality coming through. Uh, but then it's like, how do we facilitate them all? Like, do we have to keep sending them out on loan? Is that, you know, mm. when are we actually going to see them play? Because we talk about Abdullah Seema, for example. I, I, I get what you said, Ryan, and I completely agree with, like, you know, giving them first team experience elsewhere, mm. you know, lower leagues, for example. But at the same time, it's like, 
what, what about now? Like, you know, what yeah, we're yeah. going to do right now? And I think both, Sometimes both you, you mentioned quite that. Like like us, the... You'd quite like to see us take a punt and just go for it. Yeah. But then I thought about that and I thought, actually, hang on a minute. We did that with Andy Zakiri and it didn't really work. So, you know, mm. arguably Zakiri had a lot more professional experience under his belt than Seema did, does. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, you'd quite like to just see us go for it and just think, do you know what? Throw him in it and see how yeah. he copes because... You know, we haven't, oh, I don't want to say this, but we haven't got much to lose if, if we're comparing it to last year. Like, you know, the amount of goals we scored versus how many goals we could have scored and should have scored. Um, you, you know, yeah. you'd like to see us just, you know, think, ah, just go for it, you know. But um, I know it's obviously a lot deeper than that. You can't just do it like you're on Football Manager mm. or, or on FIFA. But sometimes you would like to just see us take that little gamble and just think, do you know what, let's not play by the rules a little bit and let's just let's just push him out there but you know I can also see the reason as to why we haven't and why we've taken the safe route and you know I do get that too yeah. so yeah hopefully you know, for Seema's sake as well he does really well in Stoke when yeah. we were linked with Tino Livramento we were talking about Chelsea's transfer policy mm. like the way they have all these loan players uh, well yeah. yeah all these young players out on loan that are promising mm. and they never actually break into the first team but they make money off them and we were like, so we were saying that like, we're not at that level yet, but it looks like we are kind of doing that in like a mini operation yeah. type. Yeah, you know, we we're, could, we're like we could see Caicedo showing a lot of promise and then selling him like that. Chelsea sold that Gway guy that he's never played for him for eighteen million. Mm. Like, you know, you yeah. never know. Ostergaard might have a really, really good another good season in the Championship, and then the promoted Championship team might want to actually sign him for some decent money because he mm. might not think they can get a chance at Brighton. Like, we could be making decent money on these players that never actually play for us, but yeah. that's yet to be seen. But yeah. No, no, I think, I think we're definitely, yeah, I think we're operating at basically like a, uh, a lo same same sort of philosophy, same structure as Chelsea, just obviously on a much lower sort of uh, tier in that respect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we can't be go and spend 70, 80 million on a new striker like they can. No, they can just, no, exactly. They can exactly. go spend 90 million on Lukaku, whereas, you know, we, we still have to hope in some cases that some of them do come through and come into this uh, first team as well, yeah. because, you know, they've not got the pressure of, um, you know, if we if it goes wrong, we'll get relegated. Whereas we've got the pressure of you know, if it does go wrong, there's the risk of going down. Uh, but whereas they can yeah. think, oh, how worse we're going to finish fourth or fifth? You know, like what's going to happen? I oh, will sack manager and just get another world class manager. in you know, right. so yeah. you say that, yeah. Brian. You're going back to that point. Maz has got up a decent graphic here. So Chelsea, okay. obviously, I think we we all saw that they sold a lot of players this mm. summer. So their net transfer spend was just 3.1 million so like they sold so many players to afford exactly, Lukaku yeah. and that type and all those players yeah. and we're yeah. I don't know, yeah Matthew take over this is your graphic you well no no yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean yeah I think you 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 uh, made the point really well there it's like yeah you know Chelsea have sold they might have bought spent a lot of money but they've also uh, brought a lot of money in as well um, and then yeah on the chart and I, and I don't know whether this is a positive but it'll be interesting to get both of your points of view on this like whether this is a positive thing or this is a negative thing so we're, we're actually um, second best behind Southampton in terms of uh, positive net spend so we actually minus 17.9 net spend so we bought in 79 million more than we actually spent um, which is that a positive thing is that a good thing like I'm mean, sorry is that a negative thing or a good thing what do you reckon, what do we reckon? I mean I think a lot of that was probably bolstered by the Ben White transfer to yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at the same time, yeah, no, it's it's not, oh, it's not a bad thing. It goes to show that we're running at a liquid rate. We're not, you know, running ourselves mm. down into the ground. You know, we, we, we're a liquid company and a business. But um, at the same time, you know, you'd like to see us take that punt sometimes. But, um, you know, sometimes it's not. Yeah. There might be. Do you reckon that's Bloom's first time we've actually done that after transfer window since Bloom took us yeah. over? It'll be interesting to see that, actually. Yeah. We, we, we do get laughed at for having a horrendous net spend of buying yeah, other players true. and never actually selling them for anything. The, you know and what, now actually, for the first time point. we actually have. 
That's a really good point because it's always the Palace fans that bring up, you know, how much money Brighton spend and how they haven't, you know, got out the best of these players. You know, we spent 15 on Lacardia, 17 on Jahanbash, etc. But that was the old, like that's that's the old Brighton. That, so you as, I was, as I was saying, <laughs> I, I am good now. Yeah, since my mic decides to actually work, so we're going to do this while it yeah. still works. So what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by my technical difficulties was the fact that the company, well, not the company, but the club is run so much differently to 2019 because mm. Palace fans always bring up our net spend uh, from before when we used to spend a lot of money on XYZ whereas now we do it a different way you know the, the clubs run so differently we've got a different structure that's why I always bring up 2019 as like the point where it's completely different it's like it's like almost like it's a different club since 2019 mm -hmm. so the last two three years has been a completely different operator as you can see by this net spend been completely different operated so whenever you see palace fans bring it up and saying you know brighton spends so much money but they don't get anything out of it it's, it's actually it's not true you know it's, it's it's not it's true based on brighton of old but it doesn't really matter anymore because it's not the same and to be fair to palace they've done really well in the transfer window and i can't take that away from them you know they've signed odds nedward they've signed uh, michael Elise, they've signed some fantastic players um so i'm not going to take anything away from them but now the pressure is probably more on them having spent that sort of money because we never have done as much as they have, I believe, you know, this much quality. I mean, they busy, yeah. very, very good players. Whereas we bought in some relatively unknowns. Uh, Jahan Bash was probably the highest quality player that we bought in at the time. So, you know, they're, they're bringing in some, you know, proper championship ballers, some good Premier League ball. You know, they're bringing in some very good players. So mm. I'd say the pressure's more on them now than it was on us in 2017-18. 19, 19, in my opinion. Yeah. No, definitely. It's really, it's really interesting. Like Ben, you said, it's like it'd be interesting to compare uh, from previous seasons on our net spend because, uh, yeah, I think probably this is our one of our only seasons that we probably had yeah. been in sort of such a positive. In the blue mirror. Yeah, yeah, in the blue <clears throat> mirror, like in, in the last green. Last year so, as well, didn't so we only well. spend like we only spent like a few mil, didn't we, last year, last summer? Do you remember? Because we only bought yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Lallana yeah. on a free, Welbeck on a free. Um, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, we did nine hundred k. Yeah. So we barely yeah, like spent anything maybe, again maybe last the year. So it's just a new, seasons, it's a new then. philosophy. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, new definitely. philosophy is don't well, spend big, well, and you know we've proven that. No, definitely. So one last point on it: if we stay up and have a good season, fingers crossed, people are going to use that and say, "Look, they've made their seventeen point nine million pound of profit." Well, depending on what happens in January, and they finished fourteenth. That's that would be that would be a good season. Oh, I think. I, I, people, I, I people agree. use that as a big factor. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and that's actually a really good point, Ben. I, I, and I think we'll get on to it because I just want to do the outs first, the, the transfers. But yeah. we, we can talk about... Uh, we can do like a season prediction, I suppose, at the end because I've seen a couple of contradicting comments, on, on especially on social media, where people have like, basically talked about what is... You know, how do we quantify success at Brighton? Like, what is a success, successful season? So we can we can finish off the, the episode with that. Uh, but just quickly, before we do that... Um, so, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about the outs as well. Uh, so we talked about we'll the, be here for a while. the incomings. Yeah, we've got, we got a big old list. <laughs> this is a two-hour special. I, I'm going to try and... I'm, I'm going to skim list. through it. I'm going I'm to skim through it, though. I'm going to skim through it. So, obviously, the big one was Ben White to, to Arsenal, uh, 50, 50 million. Uh, Percy Tau to El Ali. Uh, Giocarez to Coventry, which was on a permanent as well. So, these are all permanent signings so far. Um, David Propo on a free to PSV. Izquierdo to Club Bruges on a free. Um, and then they don't have any uh, numbers on these ones, but Malakar to Hajduk split, uh, Bernardo to Salzburg, Matty Ryan to Sociedad, and Ali Reza Jambach to Feyenoord. 
And then we get into the loan moves. Uh, there's quite a few here. <laughs> uh, so we got Jan. You know where people Van... have the scroll and they just drop it. <laughs> <like that. laughs> so we got you got Jan Paul Van Heck uh, to Blackburn, Christian Walton to Ipswich, Andy Shakiri to Augsburg, and donated Kadith, uh, Ostergaard to Stoke. Uh, Moises Saicedo to Beershot in Belgium. Yeah, Beershot um, right now. Cairo Matoma to Union SG, which again, Belgium. Uh, Matt Clark to West Brom and Abdullah Seema to Stoke. They're all loan moves. So a lot of outs. Um, so just quickly, I'll, I'll just give my little quick thing on this. Um, I think it's I, I think it's really good, actually, on the outs, to be honest with you. Like a lot of Deadwood, a lot of players that probably wouldn't get much game time in terms of the permanent transfers. You look at, you know, your Matty Ryans, your Bernardos, your Malakars, your Isquierdos. David Proper now, you know, they're all, you know, people that I think should be leaving at this point in our, you know, in our development as a club. Um, and then the loan moves, I think are really good. Like, you know, some really, um, I don't think we have Kadra on here as well. Kadra's gone out on loan to Blackburn as well, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. They don't have him on there. So oh, I've just, yeah. spotted, oh, yeah. just spotted that. I'd like um, to see Kadra actually a little bit more. I thought he looked quite bright in pre-season. I thought this yeah. probably, mm. probably would be a year where we get to see him a bit, but... I like no, that. Definitely. I like him going Blackburn though. That's a good move for him. I, th- I think, yeah, even yeah. Uh, Paul Van Heck as well to Blackburn. I think. I think a lot of the loan moves I'm actually really happy with. I think it gives them. Hopefully, if they all start, they all play regularly. You know, quite decent levels. You know, your championships Rally are very, very competitive league. So, yeah, I do that I, in. Uh, I do it in Football Manager. I always like. I put out as many players as I can in the same team, and then just like try and flood the championship. So I have like four Brighton under 23s at Stoke, for example, <laughs> just to same. build like my little team there. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. To build up the No, hundred percent. I, I think. I think it's a really competitive league, isn't it? And you learn a lot as a professional. You learn a lot in the championship because, it, yeah, it's so competitive. Anyone could beat anyone. It's very. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Physical as well. So yeah, I, I think I think it's a great and Malumbi, I, I think good I think adaptation they, to they, they oh yeah, Malumbi, they, as well, they? they have missed out Malumbi as well. Malumbi, uh, he was yeah. a permanent. He went West Brom. He's a loan to buy. Loan to buy. Oh, to no, buy. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I, I think on a whole, I think it's very positive. And also, just quickly, average age of departures is twenty four years of age, which is is higher than our incomings. Um, so again, like you know, we're getting a couple of the older lads out as well. You know, the uh, yeah, all Adonis, of the actual sort of late twenty like nines. Yeah. Yeah, pretty like much Chris Shooton's team's gone, hasn't it now? Really, yeah. apart from Dunkey. Mm. Um, and Duffy now. Gross. Duffy's back so, yeah. in it. But yeah, pretty much Chris Shooton's squad is gone, hasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Romeo, like, I've done. And then, and, then, and then what do you reckon then, boys? So, uh, yeah, what's your thoughts on, on the outgoings? Ryan, we'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with most of the loans. You, you know, I think... I was quite surprised, and I'm not just saying this because of the South Africans, but I'm genuinely quite surprised to see South, uh, Percy Tau go. I thought probably I would have quite liked to see him compete again. Uh, I thought whenever he came on, he actually looked a bit of a handful. Um, but yeah, I think overall, all the loans look really good. I think Ben White, 50 million, you can't complain with that. We've already gone over that before. So, you know, we're always going to accept that. Um, and I think overall, yeah, all the loans are beneficial. I think... Um, Seema to, to Stoke we've covered, you know, uh, Kadra to Blackburn. I think all of these low moves are very good to the championship. I like that a lot. because yeah. you know, we saw shows the level of our under-23s, really, doesn't it? To... Mm. Exactly, yeah. So I think it's very good. You know, they're all very, very young as well. I think that um, average age you mentioned is probably brought down by the loans outgoing. So, yeah, yeah. it's good to see us, you know, get, filling up the championship and proving that, you know, we have the quality. It's just, um, I think people always have to say trust the process, but... They don't actually fall in love with the processes in itself. They just want to see the destination. So, yeah, you know, that's probably Mikel Arteta. one of those things that people like to say. Yeah, yeah Mikel Arteta being one of those. But, you know, I think um, <laughs> with Arsenal this year, in Mikel Arteta's sense, they've spent a lot of money. So yeah. the pressure yeah. now on Arteta uh, to make them perform. So, um, no, yeah, I and think... I suppose, I suppose, um, yeah. yeah, go on, Rob. Go on. 
No, that's well, no, no. I was just going really to really say actually. So uh, to talking about Ryan, you you bring up a good point. It's like if we had spent, let's say we had spent all of the Ben White money plus let's say I don't know another fifty million on top. So let's say we spent like hundred million or something. That pressure on us that would have been a lot, right? Like we would have been expected to finish top top half. Like yes. that would have been that would have been yeah. a gar- like you know you have to because you spent X amount of money. So is this maybe a bit of a uh, a bit of a uh, free pass, so to speak, in terms of not spending that much this season and being like, well, okay, if we do finish mid-table, it's actually been really successful. Ben, what do you reckon? Mm. Um, no, 100%. No, definitely. Um, it would have been, you know, if we're looking at the profit of 17.9 million, you could argue that would have been like maybe a fee we would have paid for Edward or around yeah. that kind of money. Yeah. So mm. if we had got Edward in, but it might be, yeah, it'd be on zero and it would still be looking pretty good. But obviously the strikers yeah. that we are looking for you know are that what, much um, higher calibre now. Yeah. Do you know what does annoy me actually with that? Because I think people like to say now that there's this false narrative going around that Tony Bloom's not backing Potter, you know, he's not giving him the money, he's not allowing him to sign players he wants to. Can you get any more wrong? I mean, you have you obviously haven't been watching the transfer sagas over the past two months yeah. you know we've literally been yeah. going after player after player ran after Nico Gonzalez so much to the point where he was literally in Brighton to sign the deal but chose to go to Fiorentina that doesn't mean that you know he didn't invest in the money we had spent the 25 million or whatever it was but he just chose to go to Fiorentina so that's just what it is we went 35 million pound into Darwin Nunez but you know for obvious reasons he wants to stay at Benfica and you know we had all these players Alton Edwider apparently we were after we weren't after whatever yeah but I don't think there was actually ever were... official bid there that was just like loads no. of links was it? But it was. Still I think that was like the agents. Leagues. You know, we're the still looking at these sort of players. You know, these players that we're mentioning, and there's probably a lot more that didn't even get coverage that we went into. Mm. You know, people to say that uh, Bloom isn't back in Potter or something like along them lines, I think, is absolutely ridiculous because you clearly mm. haven't been even taking anything in to mm. make an assumption like that. I mean, it's just stupidity to be honest and the positive now is Nunes is interested if I might be wrong but I'm pretty sure that the positive thing now is that he's actually he will be willing to leave it's just agreeing that fee and whether that happens in January who knows but I hope it does January transfer will be hard to 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 buy him I think Uh, I I mean I don't know I don't know anything but I I just uh, historically January transfer windows aren't fun to deal with I mean the the price of Darwin Nunes is going to go up from 35 mil to probably 40 45 and you you know, you're, you're depend- at yeah, let's, yeah, I suppose it depends on one. the next six months leading up to January, however long we got. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Not six exactly. Months, it? But yeah. Um, and I think it's quite interesting actually looking at this net spend thing. I'm looking at Arsenal spending so much money. And you've also got like West Ham out there, you've got Leeds, you've got Brentford, you've got you know, some lesser clubs, you know, clubs that you'd expect to be in and around sort of the mid table spots. You know, they're spending a lot of money. Leeds, especially. I mean, I spoke to a Leeds fan um, and he said, you know, we're not going to spend any money this summer. He said he reckons that BL sort yeah. of what he's got. Well, you're 43 million pound over your net spend, so yeah, we, we literally we there. literally spoke. Um, I, I spoke about this, you know, with Josh, uh, our, our good friend, our good Leeds friend, uh, Josh Acres. Um, yeah, we because I basically this got sent into our sort of work group chat, and um, it, yeah, he he he's you know consistently said, oh, Leeds Leeds aren't spending money and all that stuff. I'm like, well. Look at that! Yeah. If you look at that chart, you have. Uh, yeah, you, you have. Actually, I think you actually have actually. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how these. And interestingly as well, just quickly uh, on this one as well on the total net transfer spend. If you look at the ones in the green, there's Watford, Norwich, Villa, us, and Southampton. Mm. Now you could argue they're all clubs that 
are probably going to be in and around the sort of bottom half mm. mid table. So it's quite interesting to see all the teams that are in the red and all the ones in the green that really like, yeah, I think it does transpire to the, the, the league table a little bit, but I mean, we'll see, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how the likes of, I don't know, Brentford, Leeds, Newcastle, all those kind of teams do considering they spent a little bit of money. Um, I'm so, quite yeah. impressed with, um, with, I don't want to give them so much praise, but genuinely Palace, they've only, they're only 10 million over. I mean, yeah. that's quite impressive considering the players they've brought in. That's mm. that's quite good. I can't lie. Like yeah. I, whenever I they look at them at the moment, they, well. they, they keep they keep impressing me, and it's really annoying because there's there's so much <laughs> you don't, about you them. Don't that admit seems it. To be yeah. No, but they seem to be closing that. Um, there's no gap in. I'm, I'm not talking about in the in the league table, but they're closing that gap in sense of um, modern quality and depth. Know, football clubs quality yeah. and depth. Yeah, yeah, all that sort of thing. They're closing that gap really well. Um, mm. So yeah, it's one of those I mean, things. To keep on paper, it looks good. Selling all yeah. those older players and then bringing a lot of youngsters in. I know Conor Gallagher's only on loan, but still looks he like looks a decent player. Yeah. Yeah, Score yeah, two yeah. goals. The fans Palace like away is going to be a tough game. It will be. But, 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 but it remains to be seen the results. We'll see, yeah. we'll see what also, they get on this season. And also, boys, don't forget, don't forget they got Patrick Vieira in charge. Yeah, He's the biggest yeah, exactly. fraud ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Vieira's yeah. tax. <laughs> yeah, we'll Vieira's tax. We'll <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, boys. Right. Um, okay. Nice one. So, yeah, that's um, so. Okay. Let's 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 wrap up the transfer window segment then. Uh, ben, kick us off, mate. Uh, rate. Uh, I know we did it yesterday, but rate our transfer window out of ten and your reasons why. Um, a six, a six. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just I'm still very disappointed. You know, like we've. We were linked with Cucurella right at the beginning of the transfer window and we signed him on deadline day. So it did, didn't is, feel like, I said it on the live, but, and it didn't feel like a new signing. Yeah. It felt like we'd, we'd done that already, especially with the whole release clause. Like, it's not like you really have to negotiate the players keen. All you have to do is pay the fee. So it's not like we've yeah. won it, got one over on the club at all. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really good signing. Mwepu remains to be seen whether he will be good. Hopefully he will. Um, yeah, six out of ten. hundred percent, it would be ten out of ten if we had got our first team striker in. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I tell you what, um, I saw a funny one about that actually about Kukure. Someone said it's like senior Christmas presents in September. Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That is very like, good. Great. You just yeah, got to act on the day. It's just that is very good. I'll, 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 I'll go. I'll go next in terms of um, yeah the the rating. So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a six point five. Um, now again. Yeah, same positives as you, Ben. Uh, obviously, Kukurea coming in was really key. Um, and we made some sort of shrewd signings with regards to some of the up-and-coming youth players. And I'm going to give a, a, a... I don't think we've mentioned this yet. Well, in this sort of way. But Basuma staying... That to me is like yeah, a new yeah, signing. That that, that, that's, that's yeah, like yeah, a new yeah. signing. So that gives that gives the extra point five score uh, for keeping Busumo because you know a lot of clubs are interested, and I'm sure they're going to be interested in January and again in summer next summer. So if he signs a contract, I was saying this to my mate the other day. If he signs a contract for four years, whatever, and then leaves next season, uh, th- uh, thus uh, giving us more money, I- I'm all for it. To be honest with you, like yeah, if he signs a new contract, the, which that's means the ideal thing, the, isn't it? The, yeah, the transfer fee is much much more higher. Then I'm all for it. To be honest, because he served us really well. He's always put his 100% in when he has played and you know he's, in a, he's a quality player that should be playing Champions League football let's be let's be yeah I do feel harsh I only yeah. gave this 6 because yeah I, to be honest I didn't really take into consideration keeping yeah. hold of this 6.5 yeah. it, yeah, it is a massive dub it is a massive dub 
Yeah, that is a big that is a big dub. Yeah, um, and yeah, uh, and then with regards to the outgoings as well, I'm really happy with um, you know clearing Deadwood. Some of the players that just were never going to play um, and just never going to get a chance, so we might as well just get rid of them, which we did. So yeah, I, I, do you know what? I'm going to give it a seven. A seven. That is my final score. Uh, I think it's been not all that bad, but of course, frustrating that we didn't have a striker. Of course, that goes yeah. without saying. Ryan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I'll, I'll talk about Basuma a bit because you know that's that is a big one, and if he does get that mm-hmm. contract. Um, I, I, I've seen in places that uh, Bissouma's contract is going to have a release clause in it. Um, apparently, it was uh, the club want to give him fifty million release clause or something along them lines. So um, I, I can see that. I can see that being a fair enough because you know, realistically, see, you'd I, want to get more out of him. But yeah, as a bit see, of a, I, I don't. A gentleman's I think you're, you're agreement. I can ben, see that. I think if you're selling Ben White fifty million, I think Bissouma's at least seventy. Yeah, I think and English I, I, tax I think, is um, centre back tax. I don't know. Yeah, I true. feel like I think as well yeah. the 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 point of it was I think because Basuma served us really well. He's dedicated another year here. Didn't need mm. to. He could have easily taken a step yep. up to the Premier uh, to the Champions League. So I think it's fair to say, all right, mate, you've served us well. We'll take a, a decent fee for you. We could have easily got more, but we'll get mm. take a decent fee for you to sign an extra deal. You know, keeps the fans happy, yeah. sort of thing. So I, I can One see more that. One season, us, fifty you know, million. I'll be. More than oh yeah, with that. oh hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. and we and we all want to see Basuma do well. Like if, if at the end of the mm. season, okay, maybe we whatever we do in the season, if Basuma goes and leaves, I I'll still be happy for him, and I hope he does really well. And I'm not going to be like Villa fans, the Grealish, who are literally like wishing him to flop and be bad. I'll mm. be like, now nah, Basuma needs to go do well for the sake of his career. Um, yeah. So yeah, taking in the Basuma news, um, and also you know the the fact that. Taking a bit more of a less reactionary state than I was yesterday, <laughs> looking at it on a different perspective. Yeah, okay, it's frustrating we didn't get an attacker in. In my opinion, I think we we, we probably needed one. Um, but you know, overall, I think the the signings we did bring in and the signings that the the players that we did let go of, I think all of those considered, I'd probably give it a good yeah six six point five. Uh, that that number would be massively boosted though if we did bring in another forward. Yeah. I mean, Seema is yeah. one of those, but I'd like to send someone in. Uh, for this season so for that reason that's down a bit but that's obviously yeah. in my opinion not anyone no, else's course. so I'd probably rather it have been a bit higher it's, like, it's like the um, it's like the uh, Abe Simpson meme you know when he walks in uh, walks into the bar and uh, to the restaurant and walks out again it's like that with our loan uh, with our strikers <laughs> anytime we sign a striker it's like yeah. oh we buy them and then they're going out on loan uh, cheers lads uh, yeah, but yeah it was we, a bit we, of a... Yeah, we, yeah, yeah a bit of a kick in the teeth, but it is what it is. And hopefully, fingers crossed, the strikers that we have, uh, like you said right at the beginning, Ben, hopefully Connolly sorts it out, Welbeck stays fit, and Mopay keeps firing. And, and, you know, you never know. That that could, could take us through to the season, uh, season's end, and hopefully we're on a European tour, boys. So, uh, I was, uh, yeah, <laughs> European, European tour is still happening. I was, uh, I was on mute still when good. I was trying to say, speaking of kicking the, speaking of kicking the teeth, um, you know, like people was tweeting, like saying there's going to be one more announcement at 11, there's one more announcement at 11.30. So when the oh, 11 yeah, that, p.m. one came out, what was it? Um, oh, might, uh, get, might be getting this wrong. The Donker. Caicedo yeah, first. Caicedo first to be loaned out. Everyone was like, right. "Are you joking? Fucking blah blah." And then like one more announcement yeah. at 11:30. We were like, "Oh, what's happening here?" Yeah. Oh, Den Donker out. I was like, everyone was absolutely <laughs> livid. Like so many See, people tweeted. Right, like, oh, I've seen. Uh, I've seen the comments this morning on the. Um, I think it was the youth team. 
they won a game and they're like unbeaten in so and so amount of games. And I must admit, when you look at those comments, it is a bit much now. Like I understand the frustrations and I understand, you know, you can slate what you want to slate. You can say we should have got this and should have got that. There's no problem with that. But when they start saying like, you know, these, you know, the admin needs to f off. Like the, you don't take it out on the admin. Yeah, like, yeah let's no, be honest. The people like, that they're, aren't they're involved. They're putting yeah. in so much abuse. Like, and they're, mm. they're celebrating the fact that the youth team's just done like, a, a really good achievement. Like let's just let's focus on them for that. You know, if we if we put something on saying you know we've let go of another player, it'd be a bit of you know but i think starting commenting it on anything now is a bit much i think it's yeah. getting a bit toxic uh, ended, right, 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 i was gonna right. say end, ended on your tweet oh that's yeah ended on your tweet and then yeah quick say what you're saying um what you tweeted ryan was spot on like the timeline on brighton twitter is going to be full of negativity but the transfer window is done let's just get behind the team now and then we can yeah, talk about transfers to, again in january now. we've got a back of team yeah. now like let's we let's kind to- of yeah. Bear, you know, bury our anger, yeah. get rid of the anger, and just yeah, start yeah, backing yeah. the team. Yeah, it's funny. Funny you Go mentioned on, that, Ryan. Actually, because uh, it's funny you mentioned it because it literally that exact point happened yesterday. So we posted uh, last night the Cucurello. I don't know if you follow us on Instagram, but on the Seagull social Instagram, uh, I posted the you know. So you see, that's where the trouble began, and it's a picture of Cucurella, and then it's that smile, that damn smile mm. meme, uh, Hannah Baker yeah. from uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. And uh, some guy right. uh, put, uh, so, and the caption was, the real shining light, this transfer window. And then someone replied going, and Wepu, Biss still here, Seema signing, still great news. Stop being unhappy and realise that this actually hasn't been the window from hell. And I was like, where did we right. say it was a window from hell? The caption simply st- says that he's staying, which is the highlight of the window for us anyway. And then he was like, oh, fair enough. <laughs> and then some guy goes, well, then why are you getting mad at the people? Um, why are you dragging Seagull Social into it? Why- and why are you getting mad at them? Like and it's so true. Yeah, it's it's like, just a bit toxic. Why, why, yeah, why are you so taking out on us? Bitey like, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's very bitey. And, and I said it um, as Ben said. I'll read a tweet because I got it just up here. And I said, Brighton yeah. Twitter will be very toxic now. And whether reactions are justified or not is another conversation. And what's important now is that we get behind the lads that we do have and go from there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not acting innocent either. But it's time to simply move on. And I think that's true because I think whatever's happens happen right we can't change the past I, I agree it's very frustrating in my opinion anyway but we just got to move on we've just got to back what we've got we haven't got much of a choice now right until january that's our squad we've got to back the boys as always uh, yeah, we the always thing, back right? the no boys pro- on here anyway um, yeah, exactly. So we just exactly. Get behind I, them now. I think I think ninety five percent of the time on this podcast, I think we're pretty positive and we pretty much. Oh back, yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. All all the boards, and, and of course we do get frustrated. There's there's that five percent of the time where we do get frustrated and we do voice that. With uh, fans. But I think we usually, like, you <laughs> know, fans. you know, we, you know, throughout the season, for example, like let's talk about the Mope thing, for example, like throughout the whole, whole last season, I know, I know for a fact we had a couple of moments where we did slate him, but on the whole, we we always backed him, um, and I think we that's what we need Mope to do as a club. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So we yeah. dragged him through the um, trenches. He was missing open goals, and we were still back in the boys. I know, yeah, I know. I, I can't believe exactly, it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but lads, no, no, look, it's been a, it's been a great it. pod. Um, we, we've really got into the depths of the transfer window, uh, and of course, we, we yeah, reviewed the Everton game. We talked about Brentford, of course. Um, so yeah, uh, make sure that you do. Oh, and actually, before we go, uh, what we're going to have in the comments below, boys. Um, Good question. Um, back the boys. Back the boys. Back, oh, hashtag, look at that, Ben! Right at the same time. Hey. Hashtag back the boys. Hashtag back the boys. Um, so yeah, the boys. If, you, if you watch it on YouTube, 
put it down in the comments if you made it this far. Uh, that'd be great. And of course, as per usual, we really do appreciate it. Please do like, comment, and subscribe. Um, it does mean a lot to us, and we do appreciate it. And of course, keep streaming on all uh, Apple and Spotify, all those all those platforms. Just keep streaming up, keep watching, <clears> and it does really mean a lot to us, all the support and all the views. Um, yeah, and we shall see and you. And also, we're going shout to the out FCAs, NSKA, baby. <laughs> Who oh, yeah. sent oh, us these that? and they're in my I didn't get sent us these. That. No, I know it's because I put down my address, he couldn't send it to all three, but pick up <sighs> your pins, your gross pins and stickers. I've stuck what well, I stuck my one in a bar in London Road, so Can I go one? go to the new Unity, look in, uh, look in the toilet downstairs. No, should, should be there, hopefully still. Yeah. Uh, and also as well, actually, yeah, um, let, uh, f- bloody hell, we haven't even mentioned it. Um, we didn't even mention the FCAs. Um, so we actually... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Got, we got nominated. We're going to um, the FCAs, baby. For the best... Uh, for one of the... Yeah, finalists of the best Premier League podcast. Uh, yeah, on the football In the world. <laughs> In the world, so, yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's down to you guys that all yeah. voted for us. That was unbelievable. So really we dominated all. those comments there. Yeah, yeah, yeah the comments, quality. you absolutely smash the comment section. And if you can yeah, carry on doing the same, uh, that'll be amazing. If Also as well, please vote on the website as well. So the Football Content Awards yeah. website, if you can go on there and actually vote for Seagull Social, again, it really means we'll a lot. We'll leave a link and, in the description. Yeah, leave well, a link in the description. Like comment as well. Um, yeah. So please, please, please. TSR do... is the best small company oh, yeah, and, too, please. Yeah, 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 TSR as well. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll get that plug in as well, of course. Vote for um, both of us. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, vote for Seagull Social. We're going to win We're coming home. We're coming home from the FCAs, boys, and we're coming home with a trophy. Whether uh, it's we're going for a place, title charge, first place, we're gonna do it. We're gonna go for a title charge. We're coming home. We're going for a title we're come charge. Bring, bring back the silverware for the for the Albion. That's for sure. They better serve Moretti there, by the way. <laughs> you know, I think they're giving us half a bottle of wine, Ben, because we're on the same table, me and Ben. Half a bottle. They're giving us half a bottle. I don't like wine, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna have to drink it. Oh, I'll have it. Um, all right boys it's been an absolute pleasure as always uh, and we'll see you next week peace away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.